0: So today we're starting a seven-week sermon series here and in the sanctuary on wisdom. Uh, And it's uh, entitled Making Life Work. Making Life Work, Putting the Wisdom of Proverbs into Action. The hope is that it is a practical series for each of us that we can gain some insight, some understanding, some knowledge, some wisdom that we can apply to our lives as we, as we move forward and journey through this precious gift that God has given us. Then when we finish this series in seven weeks, the following Sunday will be the first Sunday in Lent. And at that point, Pastor Ra- Ryan, go? oh, there he is. <laughs> Pastor Ryan will begin a series, a Lenten series. And we'll be preaching uh, for the five Sundays of Lent. And so we've got a seven series, a seven week series on, on Proverbs and, and the practical things that it offers for us. And then we'll go into a five week series where, where Ryan is going to lead us. And I'm so excited about that. Because if you don't know, and you probably do, but that dude is brilliant. He's, he's a brilliant dude so I'm, I'm glad and privileged to be on staff with him here. Okay. Wisdom. You know, when I was growing up, <coughs> when I was growing up, I had a friend. His name or his given name, well, I'm not going to tell you his given name because he might be listening, but he'll know once he hears this. But what we used to call him was Pedia. That was his nickname for Impedia. And it was short for Encyclopedia. Because this guy, I mean, he knew something about everything, right? Whatever the topic was, whatever, whatever we were discussing, whatever was going on, he had something to say about it. He knew it all. He was a know-it-all he could be irritating as all get out because he had something to say. The problem with Pedia was that he knew a lot of stuff. He could recite stats and statistics and, 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 and information that you'd find on Trivial Pursuit or whatever. But he really didn't learn anything. He didn't take all that knowledge, all that information and apply it in a useful way. And I say that because the last time I saw him a couple of years ago, he had just gotten out of doing 15 years in prison, right? So he's got all this information, all this knowledge, he knows all this stuff, but doesn't know how to apply it which makes all that information, all that knowledge, all that insight meaningless. So what do you do with the information that you have? What do you do with the, the knowledge that you have? Well, when we look at the book of Proverbs, which we'll do this next seven weeks, the hope is that we gain some practical Knowledge, some practical insight, some practical understanding to apply it in our lives. And it's that application of knowledge, of information, of insight, of understanding that translates into wisdom. And so for today, we're going to talk about the pursuit, the pursuit of wisdom, pursuing wisdom. Now it's important to know that the difference between knowledge and wisdom is pretty simple. or at least here's a simple explanation. Knowledge is the information we have learned while wisdom is the ability to use that knowledge in a profound and meaningful way. Now, we could break it down further to include insight and understanding and make it extremely philosophical, (laughs) but I'm not just that wise. So we're going to leave it simple. Knowledge is the information you have learned, while wisdom is the ability to use that knowledge in a profound and meaningful way. The central message of the book of Proverbs we're going to see is the pursuit of wisdom. Seeking and receiving wisdom. The author tells us that seeking and receiving wisdom is even greater than receiving gold and silver and leads to true blessing. Proverbs 3.18 states that wisdom becomes a tree of life for those who embrace her. Those who hold up her will be blessed. But it's important to note that wisdom and understanding Are not ends in and of themselves. The goal is also not knowledge for the sake of knowledge. The true focus of human knowledge, hear this clearly, the true focus of human knowledge is to have a fuller understanding of God, to know God more fully more completely. For the believer in Jesus Christ, true insight into human existence is impossible apart from our faith. And honestly it is meaningless without our faith. True insight is insight into how God And how God's world operates. And how humankind is intended to fit into this operation. So the pursuit of wisdom for all practical purposes is to get a fuller understanding of who God is. What God has to offer. What God has in expectation. What God is calling us to. With faith and understanding, we are led to knowledge of God. But with faith and wisdom, we then begin to follow from the knowledge of God. Do you get that? With faith and understanding, we are led to knowledge of God. But with faith and wisdom, we then follow from the knowledge of God. So that's where we're going to start today. Looking at at wisdom beginning with Proverbs chapter 4. The proverb proverb that Ryan just read. And the message in Proverbs chapter 4 is this. It's more of a question. Will you pursue the way of wisdom or will you pursue the way of wickedness? If we were to complete the chapter, that's what the second part of the chapter would, would ask. Are we going to pursue the way of wisdom which gives us fuller understanding of God and who God is and, and God's world? Or will we continue to pursue the way of the world which Proverbs would describe as the way of wickedness? The decision, I think, is simple, right? We want to pursue the way of wisdom. We want to pursue a knowledge of who God is. But it's not an easy one. It's a simple expectation. It's a simple decision. It's not an easy one to implement. Here's why. How do we pursue wisdom? It's not just a matter of trying harder. I try hard all the time and continue to fail. I try hard all the time and continue to fall back. Paul says, I do the things I don't want to do and don't do the things I should do. How do we pursue wisdom? The pursuit of wisdom begins with asking good questions. The pursuit of wisdom begins with asking good questions. We're going to break it down into three types of questions. And the first type of question, the first category of question that we should begin to ask are what we will call head questions. These are questions aimed at our minds To help us understand God's word. Head questions. To help us understand God's words. So in Proverbs 4 that Ryan read, the author talks about a father. A father mentions how godly wisdom was passed down to him from his father. which speaks to us about the value of investing in the next generation. Passing down from one generation to the next, those things that have been learned, those things that have value, that are meaningful, especially as they relate to our walk with God. I think about my own father and with the struggles that he's having with dementia right now. To think back about how he has influenced and impacted my life. The things that he passed on that were important that I hold on to. that, That give me purpose, that give me life. I think back to his transformation, to the experience he had with Jesus when I was 13 years old. When he made that decision to follow Christ and to see how his whole life was transformed. To see how his whole outlook of life was changed. Because he started to pursue the wisdom of God. And so with these head questions, we begin to ask, how does this impact me and those that follow me? talks about the value of investing in the next generation. Listen to the words of Deuteronomy chapter 6. It's going to sound very familiar to you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead And write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. This is speaking to the importance of understanding God's word. And ensuring that as parents, as grandparents, as aunts, as uncles, as as neighbors, as friends, as enemies, we're passing that down to the next generation. You're passing that down to those who follow you. But by asking those head questions. The second set of questions we're going to call heart questions. Questions that are aimed at our affections to help us love God more. How about, I don't know about you, but this is definitely true of me. We're tempted to try and fix ourselves by focusing on the outside and working inward. At least that's been my tendency, right? Right? I'm going to fix myself. I'm going to make everything right by focusing on the outside and work inward. I don't know if you've said this to yourself, but I know I've said it to myself whether it's in regard to possessions, career, relationships, money, etc. If I could just have blank, then I would be satisfied. If I could just have that new car, if I could just have that new house, if I could just have that new job, if I could just have more money in the bank, then I'd be set. And everything would be perfect. These are matters of the heart. Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart... With all vigilance. In other words, take care of what's in your heart. Take care of your heart. Take care of what's important. Focus on what's important. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Listen to what Jesus says regarding the heart. John chapter 7, on the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. according to Jesus, turning to him should be our first and foremost way of keeping our heart with all vigilance. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then finally, the third set of questions are what we're going to call hand questions. So we've got head, Heart, and now we've got hand questions. Hand questions aimed at our hands are aimed at our hands to help us live for God. So with our head questions, we want to understand God's word. With our heart questions, we want to love God more. And now with our hand questions, we want to live for God. Personally, communally, missionally. To get wisdom and to keep your heart seem like straightforward commands, but how do we actually do this? Proverbs four twenty four and 27 reads, put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Keep straight the path of your feet, and all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. And then Joshua 1. 7 and 9, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. So do that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, if we were to evaluate our lives in the light of these verses... Are there things we could do differently? I know in my life there are. There are things I have to do differently. Are there sins that we need to repent of? Chief sinner here. Yeah. Have we grown in our understanding and experience? of God's grace or are we still being held down by the guilt and shame of the world have we come to know God's grace fully more completely you see when we begin to understand and know who God is And begin to to live our lives in response to who God is. And begin to respond to others based on who God is. What we're doing is living a life of wisdom. Practically. A practical life of wisdom takes into consideration who God is. How God loves And how God responds. How we know God. How we love God. And how we respond. Pursuing wisdom is not simply about knowing. But about knowing what to do with what you know. And then doing it. Just as the Father in Proverbs 4 was a recipient of godly wisdom from the previous generation, we too are privileged and blessed to benefit from previous generations of faithful Christians. And we are called to share that privilege by blessing the generations that follow. My prayer for each one of us this morning is that we will always be found pursuing and sharing wisdom. Pursuing and sharing the wisdom we've received. Amen.